And I still believe that these problems can be solved. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. This is The Political Show. <laughs> Hey, 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 and welcome to The Political Show right here on Active FM, where radio has never been better. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix, and with me in studio we have... Gavin Inslin. Pastor Gavin Inslin, right here on The Political Show, where Christ politics is... Hot politics. Hot politics, and this week's hot politics. Firstly, we have a special guest. Special guest, would you like to introduce yourself? He is... And he goes by the name of Drumroll. DJ Moore SA from Active FM. We have DJ Moore SA from Active FM. You He's can the go most listen. political DJ owner. Actually, yeah. He watches a lot of controversial stuff as well. Yes. It's quite interesting. If you follow the Active FM Twitter. Yeah. DJ Moore SA puts all the stuff there. Oh, wow. Yeah. In fact, today's topic I found out from DJ Moore SA. Wow. Sure. So he is contributing to our show, which is really awesome. He is a man of very little words, but you will hear his words in the show. It's going to be quite, quite hot. And we are talking about something crazy that happened last week. In fact, today marks a week since the situation happened. Um, on June 16th, 2023, while in South Africa, we were celebrating Youth Day. In we Pride Month. In Pride Month, but we celebrate Youth <laughs> that Day. Was the, that was the previous show, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Youth Day, uh, Pride Month, overtaking Youth Month. Oish. While we were celebrating Youth Day, something crazy was going on with our president and his security detail in Poland. Pastor Gav, do you want to give a more brief explanation? Okay, um, well, in his grand wisdom, I'm not sure how much wisdom it was, President Cyril Ramaphosa, President of South Africa, decided to fly to Ukraine and Russia <laughs> to go and act as a mediator. Now, Giggs, I don't know if you think that was a good idea. No. No. I mean, if you were, if you were Zelensky or um, um, uh, Putin, is, is Ramaphosa going to no. convince you to, to make peace? No. Mainly because he doesn't have influence within the country. Yeah. So. Which country? either okay yeah so he decides to go there so obviously he's going to ukraine first but you can't you can't land in kiev yeah so they land in poland two planes one with the president and the second one with his security detail and the the journalists anyway they land and the polish officials did not let the siphon uh security detail and the journalists off the plane so the president had to go into Poland and then Ukraine without security. Then they tried to get permission to take off from Poland and land in St. Petersburg in Russia. And apparently then they were turned down there too. So eventually the Polish officials let them leave and they had to fly back to Savia. 
that is quite a situation and that is what we're going to be speaking about and you're going to get our thoughts because this is the political show where christ politics is hot politics hot politics active fm radio has never ever been better haven't you heard it's the netflix of radio So we are speaking about the situation that happened in Poland with President Cyril Ramaphosa and on the South African news website, so the government website, a letter was released on Friday the 16th of June 2023 and it was titled Frustration at Delays in Poland. And it says, Head of the Presidential Protection Service, Major General Wally Road, has expressed frustration over delays experienced by a contingent of specialized police officers and journalists who were not allowed to uh, disembark at the Warsaw Chopin Airport on Thursday. He described the Polish officials' behaviors as surprising, inverted commas, adding that it may harm the road to peace mission aimed at a peaceful resolution of the conflict between Ukraine and Russia. This, as President Cyril Maposa is leading a delegation of African leaders in a bid to broker peace between Ukraine and Russia. President Ramaphosa and his counterparts are over the next few days expected, obviously this is from uh, the 16th of June, expected to lead the African peace mission, which will see the president of Ukraine and Russia's president sitting on the negotiation table. President Ramaphosa previously said the aim of the mission is to hear from both leaders what it will take to bring an end to the war, which broke out in February last year. A large contingent of specialized police officers, including the Presidential Protection Service and a group of journalists, were now allowed to disembark the plane at the Warsaw Chopin Airport on despite being in possession of the right permits. Road told journalists that the South African government obtained all the necessary permits and have been engaging with the Polish government for two weeks. And they quote him and they say, they said we do not have permits. However, we do have permits. The embassy here made copies of the original permits because they thought it won't be necessary to have originals. It goes on and it says the cargo which was offloaded from the plane upon arrival was now being loaded back onto the plane following threats of confiscation so what are your thoughts on so i didn't read the whole letter but what are your thoughts on the situation um i'm not i'm not a hundred percent sure which head of state of any nation goes anywhere without a security detail. Yeah. Um, you're talking about the president of a nation here. Yeah. And they're saying that they didn't have the papers. Mm-hmm. Then there were claims they only had copies of the papers or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously there are people here in South Africa that are, that are saying, you know, we sound competent and all of that kind of stuff. But, um, just imagine if Poland did this to the United States president or the Prime Minister of Great Britain hmm. or something like that. Um, you know, to me, it is by far the highest act of disrespect. Yeah. 
And then, you know, also now President Soromaposa goes into a country where there's a war zone without his security detail. Um, you know, <laughs> gee, I've got a lot of questions around that. I suppose, though, with 70 murders a day happening in South Africa, he probably felt safe in Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because apparently less people die there per day than here. And we're in peacetime. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, look, as a savior, it's very distressing to see things like that. Um, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know, you know, I don't know what you think, but um, I find it very distressing. And I find it uh, massively insulting to South Africa as a nation that uh, the Polish would actually do this. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Because firstly, if if the the security chief is saying that they've been in communication with the Polish government for two weeks, yeah. I'm sure they would have had proof. Um, they would have shown proof that, listen, we've been in communication with you guys. And for the fact that um, they're saying that the Polish, um, the, the Polish security actually printed the... The, 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 the copies of the permits means that they did fill, fill out whatever they needed to fill out. And, and I'm sure, 100% sure, that every country um, has a process on how to process, um, on how to process uh, government officials, presidents, and stuff like that. And I totally agree that this was an act of disrespect towards South Africa. And... Even the other, what's this? Even the other African nations that were there, because obviously they were probably also held back because they all traveled together, and and, and and stuff. So this is a question for DJ Moore. The the head of security is co calling the Polish uh, government or the Polish nation nation um, racist. Do you agree with what he's what he's saying with his claims that they are ra racist? Or you don't agree? And what are your thoughts behind that? I don't agree. You don't agree? So what do you think was the cause of them actually, of them actually, you know, preventing the South African government or, and the journalists to go through, the security to go through? Well, they were saying that um, safety issues. Okay. Yeah. Safety issues. Pastor Gav, what are your thoughts on that? What safety issues? Well, the, the questions that were being asked, why are they bringing so many guns into the country? So you agree with that question? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. <clears throat> so when, when the United States president comes to a country like South Africa, they don't bring guns with him. And they do. I mean, if Putin comes out in August for that big summit, you think there's not guns coming out with him? They will. All right. Yeah. Look, obviously, so, so you say this was also Avi's fault? Yeah. I'd say that. Okay. So, obviously, DJ Moy say he reckons this is also Avi's fault. Um, you know, now, do you have credible information on that or is it just your guess? Uh, it's just my guess. Yeah. Is it South Africa can't get anything right, even the presidential visit? <laughs> they can, yeah. Okay. Yeah, look, um, I don't know. How did the plane land there? 
you know, for, for me, how did the plane land there? Because normally the guys are going to say, well, they're actually going to first of all say, you don't have right to cross into our airspace. Yeah. And they're going to say, you don't have a right to land here. Yeah. So, so the question that I've got is, um, you know, how, how did they get in there? Um, I, I, I don't understand how you allow a plane to land on your soil. How you allow them in your airspace if they're not authorized to be there. And, uh, you know, yeah, I don't know what your thoughts are. So there's an article here that speaks about um, that speaks about the the whole situation with the 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 weapons and stuff. And here it says the media outlet notes that Ramaphosa, and this is actually from this is a Ukrainian um, site. It's called Ukrainska Pravda. And this was released on Sunday, the 18th of June, and it says the security team of South African President Cyril Maposa has tried to unload 12 containers of weapons in Poland, Polish media reports. The media outlet notes that um, Ramaphosa arrived in Warsaw before traveling to Kiev by train. He flew in a separate plane in another plane carrying 120 people, including journalists and presidential guards. Uh, this plane also carried military personnel with special forces. The Polish custom officers did not allow them to leave the plane and collect their luggage on the evening on Thursday, the 15th of June. Uh, the, head of the head of the President Guard accused the Polish government of deliberately sabotaging the peace mission of the South African president. However, as the media agency notes, he did not mention that the Guard under his command tried to unload 12 containers of weapons from the plane, a fact that was reported by journalist Amanda Koza, who was on the plane. The journalist said that possibly because of these containers with weapons, Italy did not want to let their planes enter its airspace. Um, they withdrew the per permission to fly over ED, to, to fly over, sorry, and we had to make six laps over the Med Mediterranean before we arrived in Warsaw. So um, basically what they're saying is that this specific journalist spoke about the fact that Italy itself didn't want um, South Africa to fly over its airspace because of the weapons, and that's possibly the same situation that's happening in, in what's this, in Poland. But my thoughts here are, okay, that is the situation, but why let the president go without his security detail? That's where the whole situation is. Because if something would have happened to President Cyril Maposa in Poland or in Kiev and, and, and stuff, then it would have been a different story. Um, so why not let him go with at least half of his... No, his full security detail. And, and then sort out the 12 containers of, of weapons afterwards. We've had occasions in South Africa to have visits by sitting US presidents. Yeah. And they come in with, I think it could be thousands of Secret Service personnel. They shut down whole city blocks. Uh, they, they search buildings. They, um, you know, they go through all of these efforts. And there's tons of officials that come with the U.S. president. Mm. And so, um, you know, to have a security detail 
What kind of a security detail is it if they don't have weapons? Yeah. Um, and, and also they had copies of the papers where they declared what they'll be bringing. Yeah. So why, you know, why, why, why allow the situation to happen like this? I smell a rat. I yeah. really smell a rat here. There is... Look, um, one of the things I'm telling you is Poland does not take South Africa seriously. Yeah. That I can promise you right now. And Europe does not take South Africa seriously. Mm. That, that I can tell you for sure. If they took us seriously, they wouldn't have cheated our, our president like this. And they wouldn't have given these um, bureaucratic little excuses that they're giving as to why they did what they did. Mm. So, um, you know, in the, in the old days... I think we were chatting about it before the show. This is the kind of thing countries would go to war over. Mm. So, you know, that, that my, my view is is that the South as a nation and the South government is not taken seriously. For if yeah. they were, they wouldn't have done this. Yeah, no, that's true. But now looking at that whole situation, the next question that a lot of people were asking, what came or what was achieved with the the peace mission that President Cyril Maposa and other African countries um, went to uh, went to um, Kiev for. And um, this is an article from BBC that was released on the 19th of June. And it says, South African President Cyril Maposa has hailed as historic last week's trip of African leadership to Ukraine and Russia, describing it as the first time African leaders have embarked on a peace mission beyond the continent. Um, I'm just going to skip through the article. So an African uh, contingent, including leaders and representatives from seven countries, met Ukraine's president um, and Russia's president at the end of last week and over the weekend. They had hopes that the trip, would, which was announced last month and led by President Cyril Maposa, would work towards ending the war, which has badly affected living standards in Africa. They also called for a de-escalation of fighting and for negotiations to commence with urgency for the release of prisoners of war and for greater humanitarian support among the among other requests both russia and ukraine agreed to continue engagement south africa said but on saturday uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin appeared to dismiss large chunks of the plan. Ukraine also appeared lukewarm. The conflict has led to a shortage of grain and fertilizer in many African countries, which import the uh, commodities from Ukraine and Russia uh, respectively. This has led to a spike in food prices around the world, especially in Africa. Um, so what are your thoughts and what came about with that? Um, the, look, the report that I, the, some of the reports that I saw, uh, Zelensky said to Ramaphosa, forget it, I'm not going to negotiate with, with Putin. Yeah. And in fact, there's been statements from the Ukrainian government that they're not willing to negotiate with Russia until all Russian troops have pulled out of Ukraine. Yeah. Um, you know, so I didn't expect anything to come of it. Mm -hmm. I just think it's an exercise that's cost the South African taxpayer a whole lot of money. That's <laughs> true. And, um, you know, obviously the president's detail is not going to stand up and say, 
Eric, this was a total failure. Hmm. <laughs> They're going to spin it to make it like it was a success. They, they promised to continue engagement. So they promised to keep talking. Yeah. Okay. What does that mean? It's nice words. Hey? <laughs> it's nice words. I mean, a, a man and a woman, their marriage is in trouble. The fact that they speak into each other, does that mean things are being solved? No. No. No, yeah, definitely not. Black Knight and Black Knight. DJ Moore <laughs> is a... Uh, do you think that it was worth it, worth the trouble, worth gathering all the African leaders and representatives to go to uh, Europe and actually try and solve the situation? Yeah, I would say that I think it was worth it. So you think it contributes somehow to fixing the problem? Yes. How so? <laughs> how do you like just it's obviously we're sharing our own opinions here yeah. it's not like out there and this is what the media says but how do you think even though it they probably didn't um gain what they wanted to gain there were probably no negotiations that took place but how do you think that it it helped somehow in terms of how africa is affected and and stuff Pastor Gavin, you can answer that question as well. <laughs> well, I disagree with him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, honestly, do you really think that President Soramaposa has got the influence in the area to go there and to negotiate between Putin and Zelensky a peace deal? Look, I don't think he... Ha so in terms of them, with, what, with the war that's going on, he obviously hasn't... Um, Made it, they're still fighting. We, our prices are still increasing. But I, I kind of take my hat off to be like, he actually led, he did something. If, do you understand? I know that, yes, it cost us, but, you know, so he listen, took a listen, step no, sorry, of leadership within, the, within Africa to Yeah, to I'm going to disagree with you there. Okay. If he paid for the, for, the, for the cost of his trip, I would say fine. But... Yeah, he did it with South African taxpayers' money. You know, the thing is, I don't think and any has, president... Now, I've got some other questions. Yeah. Though. Okay? I mean, the reason that he went is because it's increasing our, our, our food prices. Mm. Why is it increasing our food prices? Number one, they say, because it's the only place you get fertilizer from. We used to produce our own fertilizer. Why aren't we producing our own fertilizer? No, that is very true. The second thing is, so obviously... It's the biggest wheat-producing area in the world or something. Yeah. We used to be a net food exporter. We used to produce our own wheat. Mm. And then we top it up with a little bit of imports. Yeah. Now, it seems like our food is all coming from overseas. Everything is which coming means from other countries. South Africa is dependent on food from outside sources. Yeah. We used to be a net importer of food. Now we're in, sorry, we used to be a net exporter of food. Mm. In other words, we, we used to export far more food than what we import. Mm. Now we export less food than what we import. Mm. If we were self-sufficient, which we're supposed to be, this Ukraine thing wouldn't have affected us. That is very true. So why are people not talking about the fact that we're reliant on Ukraine 
which is having the hell bombed out of it for food. Mm. And now you are going there to negotiate peace from a position of weakness. Guys, please, you need to make peace because we now haven't got food. Our food prices are going up. Our people are starving. Come on, guys, please. We need you to... I mean, come on. <laughs> when, when, when you go, hey, yeah. and, and this is my issue, DJ Moy say, man of many words, please just stop the arguments there. I can't handle all the arguments. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, the, thing that, the, the, the issue that I have is if you're going to lead a peace mission, yeah. if you're going to lead peace negotiations, you have to have influence. You've got to be in a position where people are going to listen to you. Yeah. Who's going to listen to Zora Maposa? You come in there, cap in hand, guys, please stop fighting so you can produce food so we can eat. Eish. Our people are starving. Hmm. We're weak, guys. And you're making us weaker by fighting. I mean... That, that is actually... Are you going to stop people fighting if you're that weak? No. Hey? No. When, 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 when are you effective as a peacekeeper? Imagine like on the school play field. DJ Morris A is fighting DJ Espresso. <laughs> or DJ Black Coffee. Or one of the DJs. Yeah. Right? So, now, a, a guy that's like half DJ Morris A's size comes. Guys, stop fighting. Stop fighting, guys. Pull apart. I mean, are they going to listen to him? No. No. But if, if uh, Mark Tyson comes in. Definitely. Huh? They would definitely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, or Tyson Fury. I think he's a you know, current champion or whatever. So if, 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 one, if a guy like that comes in, then the other guys are going to listen. Why? Because Tyson is going to hit you with his Fury if you don't stop fighting. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no So you're not a peacekeeper, hey? Unless you're able to force the peace. Mm. How's Ramaphosa going to cause peace there between Ukraine and Russia? I'm sure both of them, they've got bigger weapons than Saviour's got. Definitely. Definitely. So, so how arrogant of our president to go and think of keep peace and how, how, how totally and utterly arrogant of the Polish to let our guys sit on a plane like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, Really, Africa needs to rise up. Eh? How, do, how do we allow people to treat our presidents like that? Mm. That's my question. How do we allow people to treat our presidents like that? I mean, the, oh, anyway, let me, let me stop now. In First Kings 11, verse 2 to 3, it Not says... Kings, eh? Now you're sending the pauper, the beggar. Because <laughs> we need food. Now the beggar must go and stop a war. It verse Kings 11 verse 2 to 3 says, The Lord had clearly instructed the people of Israel, You must not marry them because they will turn your hearts to their gods. Yet Solomon insisted on loving them anyway. He had 700 wives of royal birth and 300 concubines. And in fact, they did turn his heart away from the Lord. Now, you know, South Africa is like Solomon. And... The woman that Solomon went after is like the, the, the things that were done to cause South Africa no longer to be self-sufficient with food. Mm. And, and I'm sure pretty girls were involved, you know what I'm saying? And now South Africa is in a weak position 
and now we have to go to other parts of the world on behalf of Africa and beg people to stop fighting because their wars causing people on our continent to, to suffer. Hmm. When, when, when Africa is perfectly fertile enough to be able to provide its own food. Yeah. Why do we need food from Russia and Ukraine? Our weather is better than this. All right? It's a warmer continent. We should be able to grow more of this kind of stuff. And there's very wet areas in Africa where you can grow wheat because mm. wheat needs a lot of water. Mm. You understand? Yeah. And in the Western Cape, this week, there's been plenty of water. In fact, half of the Western Cape got washed away. There's been so much water. Really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's sure. been floods. So the thing is, Solomon didn't listen to God. The same as Saviour didn't listen to God. Saviour says we're going to build a nation without God. And now we're in a weak position. And Solomon did the same thing. Mm. God said, do not marry those foreign women mm. because they're going to turn your heart away from me towards their gods. Mm. And Solomon, he got together with them anyway. And guess what happened? They turned his heart away from the Lord God to those other gods. Mm. What happened to Israel as a result? In his son's time, just after he died, the nation was split. He destroyed a nation. One of the wisest men ever to have graced the face of the earth ended up doing such an unwise thing that the nation was destroyed. So what I want to encourage you all, look at the story of Saviour, look at the story of Solomon. If you go against the word of God, you're weakening yourself. Mm. And when the challenges come, you're also going to become a beggar instead of being someone that um, you know can make things happen. Yeah. Yeah. That has been the political show with your girl Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gigs and Gavin Enslin. Pastor Gavin Enslin, and we've had our guest speaker, DJ Moore SA. We've had our guest speaker, DJ Moore SA. It's been an amazing show. Let us know your thoughts. Do you think what they did, what the Polish did to South the, the South African government and the security detail and the journalists, do you think it was fair? Do you think it was South Africa's fault? What are your thoughts behind the whole situation? And do you think it was worth it? Uh, let us know on our social media platforms. This has been The Political Show right here on XOFM Radio. Has never been better. And Christ politics is? Hot politics. Hot politics. Share your thoughts with us. Send us your questions or simply tell us what you love most about ActiveFM on our WhatsApp line 084-628-6060. Radio has never been better. Active FM. Radio has never been better.